It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Utah Weekly Forum, a public affairs show dedicated to learning more about the issues affecting our lives and health and exploring the resources available in our diverse communities to help. Here's your host, Rebecca Cressman. Welcome to Utah Weekly Forum. So grateful that I have two women who advocate for women's health and advocate for them to take care of themselves in every area of their life. Mary Nichols, you've seen her on television for many years and has been an, an open advocate on the importance of getting screened for breast cancer and taking care of herself. So Mary, thank you so much for being here today. My pleasure. I mean, a TV story, doing a story on mammograms is what found my breast cancer. And it's all 11 years ago now. Yeah. But it also let me turn it into a vehicle to feel like less of a victim. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just be a patient. And I kind of have become an advocate hoping to get people to get their mammograms and early detection across the board. Get your colonoscopies, get your screenings, all the recommended screenings. Right. And I also see it as an advocate for putting our our needs up higher on the on the shelf of everything that we're doing. And, and that encompasses our emotional, our physical health, and all those angles. We're going to mm-hmm. talk a bit more about that. Sitting next to you, though, a, a very important leader in our community, and that's Bobby Lord. She's the executive director of the Image Reborn Foundation. Bobby, thank you so much for being one of our guests today. Thank you for having me today. So the reason why I said uh, such an important leader is that your organization recognizes that when a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it affects many areas of her life, if not all areas of her life. And it can be quite a grueling experience to go through all of the treatments, the diagnoses, and then you provide retreats for these women. So we're going to talk about that and the workshops. And Mary is a board member right. of the Image Reborn Foundation. So Bobby, talk to us about the overall mission of the Image Reborn Foundation. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Image Reborn was founded about 25 years ago with um, Dr. Renato Saltz, who's a local plastic surgeon. And he noticed, just like what you said, that in Utah, we have this great medical system that takes care of women that are going through their treatment and all the diagnosis. But there's something that's missing, and that's that emotional wellness and the connection part that they need after. So a lot of times they get finished with their treatment, and they need they need something, and that's where Image Reborn comes in. And you and, don't even think you need something. You don't know that you need something until you go to one of these retreats, and they fill something that you didn't know you were missing. Yeah, it's you know, so true. I hear that all the time. Is they're like, I didn't know I needed this. Well, you know, and, and seeing, I don't always get to see Mary in person. But you know, when I was diagnosed four years ago, she was one of the first I reached out to to share. Here's what we're finding with mine. And anytime I see a, a woman who has gone through the experiences that I have, I you know, my eyes well up because we've been through the traumatic journey together. And I would just want to thank you for for being a supporter of me. Well, and um, everybody's different, well. mm-hmm. and that's when thing you realize every single tumor is different it's a different makeup every treatment's different everybody's mental health is different everybody's physical health health is different and their care and their caregivers and their family support and image reborn really 
takes everybody in. I was the retreat I was in. One of the the gals had radiation only, no chemo, no surgery. It was a traumatic event for her. And Image Reborn really helped. That retreat really helped her. When one of the other members was a double mastectomy, chemo, radiation, and everything, and a husband who had cancer, and and it just. It helped everybody. It really, and you got to know other people's struggles and realize that you're not alone. It was and, very helpful. And that's the goal, right? You bringing the women together so that they know that they're not alone. And, and of course, we always try to be very respectful that there are a few men who are diagnosed mm-hmm. with breast cancer. Many of them do have a genetic um, uh, inheritance that, that is responsible for it. But this is for women. And so, Bobby, ex- kind of describe what these retreats look like and feel like and how do we access these? These retreats, so we are actually doing 28 this year. So this is (laughs) our biggest number we've ever done. So we're so excited for this. And I actually just went to one a couple weeks ago out at Promontory. And like Mary was saying, we had this group of six women that came together from, we had someone from Illinois, we had someone from California, and then the rest were Utah. And they just, the moment they walk in, they connect. Like it is incredible to watch. And so they come in and this home, this home was donated by one of our supporters and it was beautiful and welcoming. And they come in and they meet and then they have this weekend where we have an amazing chef. This food is, I <laughs> dream about it. Um, and they come in and he prepares this amazing food while we have these different, um, People that come in and help support these women. So they get massages. We have acupuncturists that come in. We have yoga instructors. We have people that help them with mindfulness and meditations. And I think one of the neatest is we do this grief circle where these women get to come together and grieve together. And it's just this understanding and this connection that I I can't explain. Like you really... You just have to be there. And these women leave best friends. We have women who years later will mm-hmm. go and, you know, go and see them. Or it's just, it's just amazing. It's just a really, really neat experience. Mine was four years ago, and I'm still friends with everyone who is there. And we had yoga with the crystal bowl music. Have you done that? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Does. The vibration of the, the music. The sound bowls. Oh, my. The sound bowls. Yes. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. In fact, my sister and I went together. She had breast cancer Six years before me, totally different kind, and we don't have the gene, and we've done other- Was she her two other, positive? She was, yes, okay. she was her two positive, mm-hmm. and I was triple negative. Yeah. And hers was DCIS, and mine was triple negative, and she had a mastectomy, and I had lumpectomy, chemo, and radiation. But we were like, we're going to be the comedic relief. We don't really need this. We're not kumbaya, group therapy kind of people. <laughs> we're athletes. And, right? <laughs> and we're just going to show up yeah. and, and we'll see where, where it goes. And we both really loved it and came away learning a lot. You know, it's interesting because um, for me, I right away after my diagnosis, I had already known about the Image Reborn Foundation and the work it did. Um, but I didn't sign up right away because I felt like I have had opportunities to to connect with people in my in my job, and I thought, how can I take the place of another survivor who may be more isolated in That's her work and home? Yeah. And so I thought, I'm not going to take that. But then this last year, when I had a slight recurrence, I had to have a double mastectomy. It became even more um, heavy for me to carry. I thought it's time for me to sign up for the Image Reborn Foundation. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm a couple of weeks away from all of that, but very appreciative because it, it, you know. 
as we look at our medical system, and we both have been taken care of by extraordinary um, medical teams, both Mary and I. And Bobby, did you have a history of breast cancer? I didn't want to over. No, I didn't, but my grandma did. Okay. So she had it when I was just a young little girl, and I don't remember a ton, but I know she was different. And after that, it just, I remember her having a mastectomy. So it's so it's, you get your screenings. So I get my screenings, <laughs> right. and you know that one in eight women, some sometime in their lifetime, yes, uh, will yes. have it. But you know, as we go through the process, first of all, you have the the painful, the the fear that comes when they say, "Can you come back for a recall of a mammogram?" Or 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 you know, then you have additional tests, and you're wondering. There's a big question mark. What does this mean? And you're kind of in the Netherlands. Not knowing is the worst. Yeah, it is. It is. And then biopsies. What, what does that mean? Waiting for the results, and then. Waiting to find out, will I need chemo? Will I not need radiation? Will I need surgery? Um, or for some women, it's finding the lump and not knowing whether or not you can get the care that you need. Can I afford it? Well, well let me mm-hmm. tell you, yes, you can. There are programs to help you yes. uh, do that. Let's not put it off. But there is an agonizing kind of um, emotional roller coaster that we all go on not to mention if we're undergoing chemo and surgery. So there's a lot to process. And medical, they're trying to save our lives and not necessarily trying to save our emotional health because the priority is to keep us living. Well, and talking about Utahns specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, it was the state health department. It was a few years ago when we declared uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Day up at the Capitol. Mm -hmm. And he said that... The numbers show Utah women are the least diagnosed for breast cancer in the country. Oh, mm-hmm. We were the lowest diagnosis rate. The lowest the, mammogram rate. In the, in the country. Mm-hmm. And then he said, and we have the highest death rate from breast cancer because we're not getting diagnosed. Women aren't getting their mammograms. And it isn't because we don't, in general, have access to medical care or insurance. It's because we may have been thinking, I'm so busy, it's probably not going to hit me. Mm -hmm. I'm overall engaged in a pretty healthy lifestyle. It's not in my family. It's not in my family. Yeah, and, and I need to take care of my kids and yes, my husband right. and everything else. And, and we have a lot of working women and working moms, mm-hmm. and that is killing us. And so we absolutely need to have, I shared before the interview, someone I care about and love deeply who became very, very busy and didn't get the mammogram. And then once she did identify symptoms, it was had already progressed to metastatic. And and that is very, very difficult. And especially as a survivor, like, no, no, no. Why didn't, yeah, you, why didn't you? Well, everybody has a reason. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so we want you to get your um, screenings. We want you to get them regularly. We want you to put your health on your top of your priority. But we want you to know that your emotional and physical health is very important. And programs like the Image Reborn Foundation can help help with that. So there's the retreats. And I just wanted to say a full transparency. I'm signed up. <laughs> and I, all I had to do is put a little deposit in and the rest of the retreat is totally covered. And you can get that back. And you yeah. get it back. Yes. So it is completely free. And then you got your deposit back. We have a nice big fundraiser and so many great supporters and sponsors that help put these retreats on and hardworking employees who are paid for by the sponsors and the organization. It's a nonprofit completely. So so it takes the financial load off of survivors. And it takes a lot to run these retreats. But we also have a big conference coming up. Ew, this Pretty is super exciting. exciting. Okay. It's not a retreat. It's open to anyone who wants to learn more about reconnecting your sexual 
We can say the word intimacy. Intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, We have just found that our retreats are amazing and, but they're only a weekend long. And we've asked these women. So last year we had 136 women that came and we asked kind of what were their big concerns, feelings after they had their diagnosis. And, um, an amazing 57% indicated that they had experienced changes in their desire for physical intimacy. And, I mean, that comes from the treatment, a lot of hormone therapy, and then as well as their bodies have changed. Um, they come out of this looking and feeling very different. And as women, our bodies somewhat make up who we are. So we are wanting to address that head on. So we're doing this conference and um, for a really low, low price, it's $5 if you want to do it online, $10 if you want to do it in person. And we have some great presenters that are going to come and we're going to we're going to talk about it. And well, and isn't this interesting because, you know, and we're sensitive because, you know, um, as we're a broadcast entity and we have people listening right now, um, we want to make sure that we make com- people comfortable when we talk with them. But we do want to get to the point where we talk about sexuality and sexual intimacy in a respectful, healthy way so that people can know it's normal to seek support and help and learn about our bodies. Bodies. And it might not be something women are comfortable with even talking to their doctor about. Yes. I mean, the doctor that did their mastectomy, they might not feel comfortable saying, hey, when should I be feeling normal? And how and do I get feeling? Because you don't talk about stuff like that. That's no. another thing with Utah women. They don't want to talk about yes. breasts yes. and screening. Because it's an intimate thing. Yes. And they're not used to sharing. And then you add, mm-hmm. you know, your pelvic health, your, you mm-hmm. know, sexual intimacy. That is way up on that privacy. Um, right. And you mentioned our body has changed. Our emotions have changed. And how we see ourselves um, and how our body physiologically changes uh, for people like me who have estrogen positive breast cancer or have had it. Um, we're put on hormone blocking medications that completely change the way our bodies feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it used to be that I could run five, ten miles a day without a problem. Now I feel a little bit like I have arthritis all throughout my body because of the hormone blockers. Or And there are changes to the dryness of your skin and the dryness mm-hmm. of your tissue in every area. But of see, that's body. why I, I blame chemo for everything. Yeah. 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 I, I can't it's remember not anything. old age. It's chemo. <laughs> it's chemo brain. No, um, my second treatment and I had just turned 50, my second treatment. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Um, my hair fell out, My I needed reading glasses, and my period stopped. Boom. And I went into menopause. So it wasn't age, 
in my book. Right. It was chemo that put me into menopause. And it's – but uh, for everyone, it's different. Yes. For some women, if they're if they go through chemo in their 30s, they can – their cycle can come back. That's right. And they can even have kids. Yeah. But others, it's – and I was close enough to the age, I guess. My sisters, though, didn't go through menopause until their late 50s or early 60s. Wow. So I have four older sisters. So Well, I think yeah. I went through menopause two years before cancer. So okay. that would have put me at about like 52. And, and so, that changes things, too. Everybody's different. Yeah. 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 And as you mentioned, and breast cancer is different. And some of us are going to be more comfortable talking about our bodies and our intimate relationships and our – you know, all of that. And some of us need to sit in a circle and just listen. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I love that. So this upcoming workshop, April 29th, I'm saying workshop conference on April 29th, you you've made it accessible for $5 for people to click in Mm -hmm. and zoom. So let's talk about it because 9am to 2pm, April 29th, it's going to be in Sandy. Um, and we can get more information at imagereborn.foundation.org slash breast cancer conference. But tell us a little bit about what's going to be happening throughout okay. the day. Yeah, it'll be at the Slick campus in the Miller Enterprise Auditorium. And we have experts coming in that are sex therapists. We have experts that specialize in the pelvic floor and will actually be helping helping us learn how to do those exercises because... Those can be difficult. Well, I, I didn't know it existed <laughs> yeah. until uh, somebody on a support group said, do you know that they have pelvic floor physical therapists that help women not mm-hmm. only after cancer, but after childbirth? And I thought, okay. And most I've people a, have heard of kegels. Yeah, but, we all have heard yeah. of kegels. Yeah, but I thought I've been a girl for a long time. Nobody told me that kind of physical therapy is out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have someone coming talking about that. We also have... Um, Dr. Saltz. So our founder is going to kind of come and talk about breast reconstructive surgery. And we will have a panel of women, like actual women from our community that will talk about rather they chose to have breast reconstructive surgery, why they chose not to, if they're married, if they're single, because that if this is for anybody. We have a place for anyone who has ever been diagnosed with breast cancer to come here. I think a lot of times when we talk about intimacy, we're thinking it needs to be within a relationship. It doesn't. So if you're single, if you're dating, if you're divorced, like this is a place where you can come and feel safe and learn the things that you need to learn. Well, and also talk about how these treatments affect your overall body. Um, and, and physically and mentally, physically and mentally and have experts there help us come to peace with or make peace with what might be a, a very different looking and feeling body. Yeah, in mind. So, okay, so Dr. Saltz will talk as well mm-hmm. about breast cancer and reconstruction and its effects kind of uh, on our bodies as well and minds. Well, he's had so many patients. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing breast reconstructive surgery for decades. And he started this foundation, like Bobby said, because he could heal them and rebuild them and make them look whole, but to feel whole inside took more than what he could do. Mm-hmm. And so he started just getting little groups of people together and and p- having friends who are mental health doctors working with these women in really tiny groups. And it's like, no, we need to do this. And that was the birth of Imagery Born Foundation. But it's also the women connecting with each other and helping and, and learning to feel whole again, right. no matter what 
you've had done. Yeah, whatever that looks like or yeah. not done. Right. Because yes. sometimes I'll meet someone who feels guilty that she did not have to go through all the difficult uh, treatments at others. And she's like, am I a survivor? Well, yes, of course, mm-hmm. because there's no one definition. They say as soon as you're diagnosed, right, you're a survivor. I agree. I agree. So experts will be there yes. to talk to us. So tell us a little bit more about some of the so, topics. So um, we are kind of still solidifying mm-hmm. some of that information, but we have several people that are interested. And like I said, we have a pelvic floor specialist that will be coming and kind of, I want to say doing a demonstration, but that sounds a little weird. I guess you can sit and do your workout. You can do your workout while we're in there. <laughs> well, you know, my, my pelvic, I'll go ahead. You know, for those who just joined us, uh, you're hearing and recognizing the lovely voice of Mary Nichols from KUTV News, a breast cancer survivor and a board member of Imagery Born Foundation and the executive director of Bobby Lord, a uh, Bobby Lord of the Imagery Born Foundation. But when I, and, and I'm a breast cancer survivor now of four years. But when I went to uh, my only visit to a pelvic floor physical therapist just to get checked out, she pulled up um, like a anatomically, you know, kind of like a skeleton of your hip area. Mm-hmm. Nobody had ever shown me what those look like <laughs> and explained the muscles, the tendons, the entire area. And being someone who used to be a former athlete, that's what's super interesting to me. Like, okay, this takes away the emotion of how your body changes just teach me what's going on here. Why did we do kegels when we were pregnant? Mm-hmm. Oh, which muscles were affected in that? So maybe part of that demonstration will just be illuminating mm-hmm. us to help us get to know better. Yeah. Um, the, the, we never learned that mm-hmm. in health class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we, we never, did, if we did, we might have covered our eyes. My OBGYN never told me this after having babies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a very sensitive topic, but a very necessary topic. Right. So we have that. And then we have sex therapists that are going to be coming in who specialize in that. A lot of it's communication between you and your partner or even just your own self-talk. So a lot, I think, is we're so scared to talk about sex. We're Mm -hmm. so scared of it. And we are worried how people will judge us. But it's a normal thing. And we need to normalize it. And these women deserve to feel good about themselves, Mm -hmm. both their body image and in their own body. And it might be awkward. For even a a woman to talk to her spouse or her partner about it and saying, well, it doesn't feel right or whatever you want to talk about, we'll learn how to approach it and learn how to talk about it and how to be more comfortable talking about it. Well, and interesting, I joined a group um, called Sex After Breast Cancer because someone said, you need to understand how it's going to affect your whole body. So I, you know, I'm open to learning. So I click on there. I'm learning from a lot of people about things that could potentially affect my body and my perception of my body. But, you know, they're they're individuals. They're not the sex therapists who have accurate information. (laughs) So there's support there saying, yes, you know, we're on there saying, yes, it's probably good for you to go see a therapist or it's good for you to go. But this is an opportunity to hear from people who understand the psychological framework Mm -hmm. in addition to the physical effects that breast cancer might have had on your body. Right. Well, and we met a couple weeks ago with some amazing doctors from Huntsman and they're like, oh, we're so glad this is happening because they, they know it's a need. I mean, research shows, shows that like 82% of patients ask about what's going to change, what's going to happen. But not all doctors know how to, like you mentioned, they are so involved in keeping you alive that there they don't even, they don't even know where to go about it. And so they're excited that we are actually going to talk about it. And Huntsman's actually a sponsor of ours. So well, they're going to be joining. And I'm very grateful because I, I was treated and uh, I was diagnosed at Intermountain Healthcare. 
um, so very grateful for the radiology team. And then I was treated at the Huntsman Cancer uh, Hospital and Institute. And I'm now a board member of a breast cancer and gynecological cancer research advocacy board where clinical trials and re- ongoing research is presented to us. And we give our perspective um, from patients' um, thoughts, how it might affect us. We also write endorsements for grants for those who are looking to do more trials. And it is true that they are looking at many different angles of how to improve the overall wellness of breast cancer patients. So good on Huntsman for coming in. As <laughs> and a sponsor I was diagnosed at in Intermountain, but then my insurance switched. And a lot of people are in that same boat. I yes. had to switch doctors. And, and I and now that's go to a, a scary completely to... different facility. And it's like, wait a minute. I what, Can't I have my doctors? Yeah. No. We switched insurance. You know, when I left my breast cancer surgeon because I was no longer needed checkups with her, uh, Dr. Jane Peretta, and, uh, um, I cried. I sat on the table and I said, but it feels like we've shared. I've been able to take this fear and put it on your shoulders and you took care of it for me. And she saved your life. She saved my life. Right. 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 And I know that you feel that way uh, on those. And, And so there's a lot of adjustments that happen. Where do we register for the Image Reborn Foundation taking back the intimacy after breast cancer? The website's great. The website. Yep. Just go to um, imagereborn.foundation.org backslash breast cancer conference or just go to events. I mean, it's, it's You can there. sign up for a retreat there. You can look at the event. You can see the everything about Image everything Reborn. We do. Yeah, we have the gala events coming up in October this year. Again, October 14th. And we but you can see everything about the the foundation. We also do adventure retreats. Oh, I don't can know you if mention you saw that, that we've got about I four mean, minutes together. Southern Utah. I mean, oh, we yeah. go rock climbing and stuff. It's not my boat. I don't I don't want to <laughs> go hang from cliffs. Yeah. But some people do. I want to I want to do the paddling, <laughs> yeah, you know, on the river rafting. I've looked at those adventure mm-hmm. ones because once upon a time I did feel like I could hang from a few rocks. Yeah. We have one coming <laughs> up that we're partnering with the National Abilities Center oh, marvelous. in Park City. And then we are, in fact, I'm meeting with them, I think this week about I think we're doing a canoeing one also that's well, uh, um, Rapids, like whitewater rapids, one this summer, which actually was kind of sponsored through Cabela's. They donated oh, great. some funding Makes for that. Makes me want to go to their store yes. and just say thank so, you. <laughs> so, so news will be coming out about that in hopefully the next couple weeks. Okay. ImageReBornFoundation.org. That's where you look for it. Check That's it where you can get information about all the different kinds of retreats. And you're talking about the potential of, you know, canoeing. Um, I just was doing some work in Colombia and um, we were out in the water and it was the first time I I had tried to ocean swim with my arms post double mastectomy. Oh. So I'm trying to swim back in the big waves to the boat going, why aren't they working? Like, they, you know, <laughs> what's going on? So, so it is when you talked about the National Ability Center, there is for some, some really big dramatic changes that have happened to and the skeletal muscular. That could affect you know? in- intimacy as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can bring back that paddle. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bobby Lord, executive director. Thank you for the service you give day in, day out on behalf of all the other survivors that we want to hear more about. We want them to hear more about the services that you provide. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. I'm honored to be a part of this. Yeah. And Mary Nichols, thank you. There's a lot of health stories that you have covered over all the years, but this is one of the health stories that you covered personally, and you've gone on to save lives. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. Very scary to be part of the story. Yeah. I'm, I'm in this business to tell other people's stories. And it was really one of the most stressful things in the world to be part of the story and have to talk about me. And But I also think it helped me get through it. Yep. It was a vehicle 
Yeah. It was my defense and that's, mechanism. That's how I felt about sharing it on mm-hmm. the radio and, yeah. and doing the events is that um, if I can, if I can help spread the message that someone can get their life set, um, saved, but also that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really powerful yeah. for, uh, you know, behind the scenes to go and meet people as they're being diagnosed. And I've had and other, like you, them. I've yeah. had people say, I got my mammogram and it found something. Thank you. Yeah. And I wouldn't have done it if you wouldn't have told me to. Right. And when so. we see, look, she's gone forward. She's making mm-hmm. it through. It's less scary. So Mary, yeah. I love you. Love you too. I appreciate so much your um, your example and your advocacy. And 11 years, girl. Going that, strong. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lord and Mary Nichols on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Utah Weekly Forum is produced by KSFI FM 100.3 in Salt Lake City, a Bonneville International Station. Subscribe to the Utah Weekly Forum podcast online and email us at Rebecca at FM100.com. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.